If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, it's Pokemon Cave here. Time for another episode of Pokemon WTF Moments. Uh, so today we're going to do episodes 8, 9, and 10 uh, from season 1. Again, uh, season eight is is an interesting one. Uh, this is one where you meet uh, AJ. Uh, currently, uh, the gym that he, or uh, I guess makeshift gym that he runs, uh, has ninety eight wins, zero losses. Um, it's it's an interesting way of how he does things. Um, and we'll get into that uh, just a little bit later on. Uh, but first, Ash uh, beats this kid. Um, I'm assuming they did it in the sense to, to kind of... Uh, I guess to kind of imitate the the Game Boy games, right? Um, you know, you're constantly being stopped by trainers in the grass and whatnot. Um, as you move from one city to the next. Um, this kid, however, uh, Ash is flaunting his two gym badges from uh, Peter City and Ceridian City. Um, or Viridian. Viridian? I think Viridian. Um, you know, he's, he's flaunting his two badges from Brock and Misty. Uh, the kid goes, oh, you, you've got two badges. Uh, you know, that that's really impressive. Meanwhile, he hasn't really actually earned those two badges. And you can see that in Brock and Misty's face. Um, you know, the the body language says it all. 
they're just sitting there going, uh, seriously, kid? He, if you knew him, you would not be impressed that he has two badges because he did not earn these. They were technicality badges, if, if anything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I just, I found it really, really funny how Ash is like, oh, I'm, I'm the greatest of them all, you know, I, I have two badges. Meanwhile, he, he did really nothing to get those badges. It was like a pity, a pity badge, if anything. Uh, but yeah, later on he finds AJ, um, with this unsanctioned gym. Um, <clears throat> which is kind of interesting, uh, that you can have unsanctioned gyms. Uh, I'm not quite sure how they would play along in the fact. Um, you know, I, I guess theoretically anyone could open up a unsanctioned gym, right? Um, but anyways, uh, AJ, uh, at first hand appears that he is a complete a-hole um you know cracking that whip inches away from his pokemon uh working them like slaves uh just in general beating the living crap out of them um it's really horrible when you look at um right off the bat and i think pokemon uh kind of Maybe they wanted to do this. Maybe they didn't intentionally do this. But it's almost like, um, you know, don't judge a book by its cover, right? Um, at first, when you first meet AJ, he's a brat. He he attacks his Pokemon as if they're just things underneath them, right? Um, but then you later find out that he actually cares for them. Uh, and his Pokemon actually care for him. Um, it is a very loving relationship between him and his Pokemon. He just has a different way of training them, right? Um, so I found it quite interesting how that played out. Uh, when <laughs> when Team Rocket bursts into AJ's gym <clears throat> and uh, Pikachu is trapped in Sandshrew's mechanism... Um, that kind of is like a resistance resistance band. Um, obviously, <clears throat> Pikachu hasn't trained with this thing, so the second it gets snapped onto him, he crawls up like a ball. Um, from, I guess the inner coil springs on this thing uh, basically sucks him up into a ball. Um, whereas Sandrew, um, he doesn't because he's been training with this uh, equipment for quite some time. Um, that appears to be. Um, but, you know, Pikachu essentially has his own head up his butt. Um, you can't see Pikachu's face. You can just see the backside of him. <clears throat> uh, Team Rocket comes up and grabs Sandshrew instead of Pikachu. Because apparently that looks like Pikachu, right? Um, you know, looking at the anime, you, some Pokemon seem... Well, I mean, there's there's not really any texture, right? You got to remember, this is the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, CGI back then wasn't the greatest. Uh, not like, you know, 20 years later, right? Um, but 
you got to think. Let's say that was real life to them, right? Um, and of course, I guess technically it is kind of real life to them. Um, although there are many times where Brock breaks the fourth wall uh, and says, you know, you know, we got to get on with the show kind of thing, right? Um, so it seems like they kind of think that, or kind of have a feeling that they're in a show in a sense, or at least some of them think they are. Um, but anyways, uh, when you look at Pikachu and Sandshrew, you can tell Sandshrew is rugged. He's got texture. Um, even the colors aren't even that close. Um, so how the heck does Team Rocket not realize that that's not Pikachu? Like, they've been obsessing over Pikachu now for the last, well, eight episodes, right? So, or, well, seven episodes. So... Uh, you, you would think by now that they would know what Pikachu looks like, right? Uh, <laughs> but they don't. I, I, I don't understand how. But, of course, um, Sam Shrew ends up uh, getting away. They beat Team Rocket. Team Rocket runs away. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. Um, when you find out that uh, AJ actually does have a loving relationship with his Pokemon and vice versa. Um, episode nine had a, a couple more issue or a couple more things going on with it. Um, episode 10 was a, a pretty short episode as far as, um, issues kind of so was number nine in a, in a way. Uh, but number nine was kind of creepy in, in a sense of how the characters interact with each other. Um, for instance, <clears throat> Starting off in the episode of episode nine, Brock takes out his backpack there, starts throwing everything out of it um, over his head behind him. Yet somehow the table auto erects itself. The tablecloth sets perfectly down. Plates, utensils, cups, everything perfectly placed. How? <laughs> Uh, I'm not that good uh, how how the heck did how did he get that to be like that I mean you know TV magic right uh, another thing though where the heck did he get that table there's no way in hell that table fit inside that bag and you never see them walking around with the table you know one of those uh, folding tables with the, the handle on it well I mean some of them have handles some of them don't um, the more awkward ones don't have a handle, but some of them have like a, a little strap kind of handle or fabric handle that you can hold on to, um, after you fold it. You never see that, right? So where the heck did this table come from? Um, <laughs> Ash goes to go get firewood so Brock can make, uh, as he puts it, French food, you know, crepes and stuff like that. He starts calling firewood like it's an animal, you know? Here, firewood, firewood, here, firewood. Do you expect the firewood to just pop out and go, Here I am, come get me, I'm ready for the fire. What the hell? <laughs> you know? Um, then, uh, they're talking about, they, they run into the kids there from the academy. Um, the kids run off. 
Brock and Misty and Ash are talking about it some more, and Misty just randomly has this flyer uh, in her pocket. Why? Um, and ha and how long has she been carrying this supposed flyer? And it's kind of a coincidental that they just so happen to run into kids from this academy, and she just happens to have a flyer uh, crumpled up into her pocket for said academy, right? Um, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, so they, they end up, uh, running into, um, the one girl there. Uh, I forget her name from the Academy. Uh, but they're talking about violating this and that and <laughs> Brock. Oh God. Trouble, trouble Brock. Pops his head out of nowhere and says, she can violate my, and then kind of cuts off short. Uh, I mean, I did a little bit of research. Um, roughly in season one, he's about 15 years old. Um, according to uh, the, the sites that I've been looking at. So, you know, <clears throat> 15 years old, give or take. Um, I don't know how old this girl is. I'm going to assume that she's roughly around that age, give or take, just by the look of her. Um, then again, it's Japanese anime, right? So, um, you know, a 10 year old could look like a, like a 20 year old or, a, you know, someone who looks like they're 20 could actually be 10, right? Um, never really know. Just like Jesse and James, they look like they're in their 20s. Um... But apparently, according to research, they're right right around the age of Brock as well, give or take. Um, plus or minus a few years. Or, well, more or less plus, not minus. Um, but yeah, that's one of the first times where you see Brock really come up with that pervy kind of mentality. And, you know, then again, looking back at it, yeah, a 15-year-old probably would say that. You know, 15-year-old boy, yeah, he probably would sit there and be like, she can violate my, you know what. You know, at that age, you think with the, the smaller head instead of your bigger head, right? Um, <laughs> that uh, that was an interesting one, you know. the My kids sat there and, and laughed at it. My, keep in mind, they're seven and five um i sat there and thought as if he just said that that's that's interesting <laughs> you know uh but yeah that was that was basically it for see or episode nine not season nine uh episode nine um like i said you know not a whole lot went on it was one of those kind of filler story so to speak um Episode 10, though, uh, there is a couple of little head-scratchers there. Uh, for instance, Misty wants to catch the Oddish, the Oddish uh, because it's near water. Um, that doesn't really make any sense. Uh, for instance, let's say there was a Growlithe or a Tauros uh, near the water taking a drink. 
does she have to catch the Growlithe or Tauros because it's near the water, even though she's a dominant water type trainer? Uh, you know, she co-runs uh, a water type gym, right? Um, and she uses that kind of as an excuse. Oh, I have to catch him because it's it's near water and I associate with water. Well, any Pokemon could be near water. Again, does that mean you have to catch that Pokemon because it's near the water at that time? Like, that doesn't really make sense. Um, Ash runs into Bulbasaur. Um, sends up Butterfree to fight Bulbasaur. Butterfree uses uh, Sleep Powder, I believe it was. Or Stun Spore. One of the two. <laughs> Bulbasaur like blows on it to blow the the powder back at at butterfree i, I don't know about you but when did bulbasaur learn gust <laughs> i mean when i look at that 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 makes me or makes me think of gust right you know the only thing you're missing is the flapping wings but he just he literally blew it away as if it was him using gust but I don't think he was using Gus, right? Like that's that's impossible. Uh, a a grass type can't know Gust. Theoretically, I mean, you know, there's some later on. You you have mixed types, right? Like flying and something else um, that can learn Gust. But Bulbasaur has no flying in him. He's a a mammal. Um, no wings or anything. So how the heck does he know Gust, right? Or is he just knowing that Butterfree is weak and just decides to blow it away, right? Um, the last part that was kind of interesting, um, was the bridge that, um, that they were walking across the wind bridge. <clears throat> Ash is stomping on this bridge like there's no tomorrow. Just la 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 la, stomp, stomp, stomp. Doesn't do a freaking thing. But yet, a little gust of wind apparently shreds the cable and the bridge breaks. Like, how? How is stomping on it, plus the weight of, you know, two other people and Pikachu, doesn't do a single thing? Doesn't strain it? You don't, you don't see any strain. Um, but yeah, a gust of wind does it. <laughs> it. It just, it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, that was, that was a big head scratcher for me. Uh, but that brings us to the end of all the, the issues that I could really necessarily tell, uh, in, in episode 10. Um, there are other moments where... <clears throat> Things just don't don't really make sense, or um, it would sort of be worth mentioning. But um, you know, if I was mentioning every little thing in each episode, we we would be here for probably hours. Um, I'm more or less focused on the the major kind of WTF moments, right? Uh, things that kind of stop you in your tracks and go, "Well, wait a minute, how is this happening?" Right? Um, yeah, that's everything for today, guys. Um, what I'm going to start trying to do, probably starting with the next podcast, um, is 
I'm going to do the podcast um, with Anchor FM, uh, streaming it to Spotify and all that stuff. Um, I'm still working with them right now to try and figure out why I'm not able um, to get into Apple. Apparently, they're having an issue right now with new podcasts getting into Apple um, and a few others. There's like, like a, a couple... Forget the names off of, off the top of my head, um, but there's two that I know of that are kind of like uh, Apple's like their parent company, kind of like how Fido uh, is underneath Rogers, right? Rogers owns Fido, or yeah, Fido, or no, yeah, Fido. Um, so something like that. So there's an issue with Apple, which is then affecting these two other. Uh, smaller podcast groups. Um, on top of that, there's a couple more um, platforms that I'm having an issue with. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, Anchor FM's not able to give me any kind of feedback as of right now as, as to what's really going on. Um, but as far as I know, I'm on four different ones uh spotify um oh freak i forget the other three uh but spotify is the biggest one uh simply because um the first episode has music in it and spotify or anchor fm won't let you put the podcast on any other one as far as i know um, if you have music, because they use the Spotify music, uh, which allows you to have the copyrights uh, kind of waived. So you can use that music in your podcast, right? It's the music plus talk feature of their podcast system. Uh, so as of right now, if you really want to watch or listen to every podcast, uh, Spotify is the best bet to go. Um, if I do get into Apple, I'm assuming the first episode won't be there because of the, the music. Uh, but every other episode will be. Um, and as soon as that does happen, I can let you guys know about it. Um, but getting back to what I want to do, hopefully starting on the next podcast, is start recording it as well. Because um, I do you, my YouTube channel as well. Uh, so I'm going to probably start doing a split. Uh, so I'll record the podcast, but also s record for the YouTube channel. Um, and I'll have my kids as guests, maybe even my wife. Um, and we'll sit down and talk about um, the issues in, in each Pokemon episode. Um, or even get their point of view on it. Um, you know, there's, there's times where Brock is really perverted towards women you know i would like to see what my wife thinks about that as she is a woman right uh try and get her her perspective of it is she is she offended by it is she just doesn't give a crap because it's a kid's anime tv show who knows um but at the same time i want to see also my kid's reaction right um you know there's there's parts in there where I really scratch my head and kind of wonder why the heck are they doing this or how are they able to do this? But I want to see what my kids think about that. 
you know, uh, see if their thoughts kind of mimic my thoughts when I was their age and watching Pokemon or at least watching these episodes for the first time, right? Uh, so it'd be kind of interesting to, to see different perspectives instead of just a, a 30-year-old, um, their perspective, right? Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that'll be my next podcast. Um, I want to apologize for the delay in episodes. Um, lately, I've I've been a little busy around the house. Um, I just had a, a week off of work um, for kind of a sort of COVID shutdown kind of thing in the plant um, due to the fact that there's, well, we, we make windshields for cars, uh, to put it simply. Um, but of course, there's a microchip shortage. So if they can't put these microchips, or if they don't have the microchips to put into the cars, then obviously they don't need windshields to put into the car because they're not making cars, right? Um, so we had a little bit of a dry spot, so we had to shut down for a week um to try and let the car companies kind of get caught back up again um and take some of our stock away so we can have more room to add more of our stock um but yeah this is what friday friday night now it's about 20 after 9 um i'm getting ready to, to head to bed before getting up early to get stuff done again um but i only have a couple more days off before i go back to work um, on a 12 hour day shift, um, like five, yeah, five days next week, I think. Um, and I have a few weeks of work and then we're off for a two week summer shutdown. Uh, so I, f I figure by the summer shutdown, I should be doing a podcast pretty much every day. Um, Right now, with this week off, I've, I haven't really been focusing on my Instagram or my YouTube or even the podcast. Um, I've been kind of focusing on getting stuff done around the house, trying to finish uh, parts of the house that we haven't really finished in the four years that we've lived here. Because um, we, we built this house from the ground up. Um, but there's little things here and there, little finishing touches, right? Um slap a piece of drywall drywall here slap a piece there um in the basement where i currently am uh i still gotta do the finishing or the finishings around the windows uh right now it's just kind of uh bare wood and uh plastic and insulation right there's no finish to it uh, except for the drywall all the way around the window but uh, other than that, you know, there's not a whole lot left. So I've been trying to just focus on that, get that kind of stuff done so I can have a complete basement. Um, and then I can work on all the stuff like the Pokemon room and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, that's everything guys. Thank you for joining me. Um, hope to, hopefully we'll have another podcast real soon. Take it easy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.